The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Barbara, welcome to the show. Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, I'm a 60-year-old lady, and um, I can't get along with people for some reason. It's not everybody. I lost my job. That's the reason why I'm calling, because I'm sitting here thinking about how I'm going to have to go back to find me another job. And I'm going to still have the same problem that I'm having right now. And that's, uh, some people aren't like that. Some people say that I'm not wrong, that I'm not, there's nothing wrong with me. And then other people say I'm rude. And part of my job when I was working was that a lot of times I had to do things that they might not like, like ask for ID or stuff like that. And so therefore they uh, had it out for me. So they call up and tell the manager I'm rude. Okay, so there are two possibilities that you're, you're mentioning, Barbara. One is that you've done nothing wrong. It's just that you've got a job that requires in some invasiveness or questioning of a person. What do you do for a living? I'm a cashier. I was a cashier. A cashier. Okay, so why you were, what was the reason for firing you? Uh, what did your boss tell you? Uh, well, yes, um, but it, that was on... I know you don't have a lot of time, but I'll I'll try to make it short. Um, He said that this lady, there was a manager there, and this other girl that works as a coordinator, which is not a manager of any type, as far as I knew. She never was. I was there 10 years. And she come up there and told me something to do, and the the manager that was on duty, I couldn't do it because the, um, the register was... Uh, messed up and it wouldn't open up and so I couldn't move to another register where she went and told the boss man that I told her that I couldn't uh, that I wouldn't listen to what she was saying and then I wouldn't move to another register and I tried to explain to them and they said that they uh, that they didn't want to hear it and then and not that not not a nice way and so I just I just got fired. That's what. But they didn't tell me then I was fired. They just told me I was laid off. And okay. Do you I, think this was just the tip of the iceberg, Barbara? That there were yeah. other things going on, and that this was just this an excuse. Really, they were really bad to me. They, they they knew I don't have no family or nothing, and I needed my job. And they did a lot of things to me that weren't right. But, but you I worked there for work. ten. You worked there for ten years. Yes. Okay. So notice you can keep a job. You were able to keep it for 10 years. What you're you're asking me a very specific question though because I could ask I could tell you that there are sometimes when you just need to change a job and be around different people and they're much more amenable, much more they're much warmer and friendlier and it makes a world of difference. I've seen that in my practice where people will damn themselves saying, "I just can't get along with people." And it's not the person, it's a very lovely person. They're just in a very hostile environment. But you're asking me a different question. You're saying that you feel like there's something about you that you've you've carried with you and you want to bring it out of the closet and figure out what it is you do that's off-putting to people. What have you heard from other people or what awareness do you have of yourself that you do something you would like to improve? Well, this isn't the first job that I've had a problem with. This, this has only been, I'd say, probably in the last 15 years since I've moved down here where I'm living at now. I never used to have that problem. I used to work as a waitress, and I got along with everybody that I worked with. So I don't really know. I don't see what I'm doing, but other people, you know, certain people, not all people. Cause I've had what do people. they say about you behind your back? 
Uh, that that I'm rude to customers. Okay. Are you abrupt? Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> okay. I'm from, I, <laughs> I love your honesty. I'm from the north. Okay? What? So that's part of the problem. You're from the north. Okay. Right. Well, they, and they uh, they think that because I, sometimes I speak louder. If I get upset, I talk loud, and they say, "Don't be hollering at me." And I'm not really hollering. I'm not really hollering at them that that I can tell, but to them I am. Yeah. So okay. That's part of the problem. I just I come off. I come off the wrong way, but I'm not really meaning it that way, but that's the way they take Can you it. give me a very quick example of what you would say to a customer? If you ask me for, um, how could you be, be rude to me for, pretend I'm your customer, be rude okay, to me. Okay, let me give you an example of what happened. This, uh, hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. Oh, I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. Um, how could you be be rude to me for pretend I'm your customer? Be rude okay, to me. Okay, let me give you an example of what happened. This uh, lady came in, and we have to ask uh, because of coupons. If they have coupons uh, with food stamps, we have to ask them because then we have to have to pay tax, and a lot of people don't carry the money with them to pay tax. So I asked this lady. I said, um, "Is this cash? This is all I said. Is this cash or food stamps?" And she said, "I'm a police officer. I'm not no." Um, um, I'm not no somebody getting office for nothing. She said, you know, I'm I'm a police officer, and I don't appreciate you insinuating that I have food stamps. Now that's just one example. Okay, oh, with with that, um, that sounds like it's not coming from you at all. That sounds like she's having a very philosophical, intense response to saying, "I'm not one of those people. Don't peg me as that. I'm not someone that's going to put my hand in other people's pockets and use food stamps, right, take their money." So I, if she did that with me, I would say, oh, I love your response. That's how I would respond to her, that I admire the fact that you, you never want to be pegged in that category. You know, you're someone that's self-responsible, and, and thank you for um, telling me. This is a routine question we ask people, and, um, you know, I apologize. You know, I, I would, did that, and the more I apologize and said anything, the worse it got. Oh, why? But, what did know, she say? more and more ugly about it, so... Yeah, well, that's coming from her issues, not yours, because it sounds like you did something innocuous. So you want to be able to differentiate a person who will go ballistic on you, but it has nothing to do with you. Maybe she's upset with her family. Maybe all of her family members are on food stamps. So you're saying to her, are you on food stamps? You know, really, you hit a chord with her, obviously. You hit her Achilles heel. But I I know we're right up against the time here. Listen, um... If you can hang on during the break, I would love to continue this with you because I would love to help you identify, think during the break of what it is you think you do that you that is not just a situation like this, but where you're really rude to someone. I want you to think of how you could be rude to me, too. I'm Dr. Ellen. Well, I don't know because I really don't feel like I'm being rude, so it's hard for me. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. So if you can hang on, Barbara, I'll, we have, we have to right. go to break now. I'll All be right. with you right after the break. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. When I was in seventh grade, I was the fat kid in my class. 
I was the one that all the pretty girls used to make fun of. Every day after school, I would come home and, you know, I'd flip through the pages of my mom's Vogue and Glamour, and I'd look at these women, these perfect, beautiful, just unbelievable, skinny women. Oh, I couldn't understand why I didn't look like them. I just didn't get it, so um, I became bulimic. You can read minds. Okay, if any of you think that bulimic means you can read minds, it doesn't. And you have a lot of empathy for someone who doesn't love their looks. And of course, if it's weight, that's something you can do something about. But if you don't like other features that you're given, it's very hard to look at people who are beautiful if you feel like you can't look, you can't admire them. Usually people have one or two responses to someone who looks better than them or who's more intelligent. It's either envy, they didn't deserve it, they, why are they any better, and they become militant feminists or angry or uh, just mean people to be around, or they, they, they look and say, she's beautiful, you know, I wish I were like her, I'm not. But isn't it wonderful that, that I can look up and see someone beautiful, just like admiring a statue? Of course, if those beautiful people make fun of you, which is what happened here, it's very painful. I remember I was a real gawky kid in seventh grade, and I felt shy, and I attacked myself for my frizzy hair, for my looks, and, um, and that's a tragic mistake. Luckily, I've uh, fixed that. I fixed that. Uh, not right away, but it took some time. But now, eh, my hair is frizzy. It can't be frizzy now. I got it permanently straightened. So you, you can see these things last through the ages. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. Another virtue that makes you lovable is justice. Justice means appraising and acting toward other people in accordance with facts, treating them as they deserve. Justice is reason applied to your relationship with others. It is based on what Ayn Rand calls the traitor principle. The very foundation of love is a trade. You offer your virtue in other attributes in return for those of your partner. Justice demands showing appropriate appreciation for your partner's characters and actions and making them feel visible. It also means making sincere apologies when you have hurt or wronged them. In healthy romantic relationships, partners must practice the principle of justice or else resentments build and relationships deteriorate. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.